Eagles Entertainment. Hey fans, greetings from Lockdown in my kitchen. It's Chef Tim Lopez, first cook and grill chef for the Philadelphia Eagles. And welcome to episode 5 of our preseason of Feeding the Birds podcast presented by Amorosos. Of course, these special times called for a special series. And just like you, we're all cooking from home. That includes our players and our coaches. We have some good cooks and some not-so-good cooks, but they're all the best at what they do on the field, and that is what is important. This week, we will not be hearing from players, coaches, or other members of the team. They'll be back in a couple of weeks. The official start of summer is just over one week away, June 21st for those of you keeping track. But that hasn't been stopping all of us from getting outside and cooking. This week on Feeding the Birds, we're talking about grilling. And I am answering a question from a fan who needs some advice on getting the most out of grilled vegetables. And, well, I actually left my house, but it was for a good cause. I went to help my friend Matt Grork of Grork Boys Barbecue pack his barbecue into food boxes for a food pantry charity in South Jersey. And since I had the pitmaster available right there, I thought, let's talk summer grilling. Matt and I cover some of the basics, and I have a few ideas of what you can cook up when the coals start to glow. So here we go. Fans, as you know, we love five-star reviews and questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please write a review along with your question, and I will answer it right here on the podcast. Our listener, Green to the Game, writes, I love this podcast. Great way to get behind the scenes with the players. Everybody's got to eat. So I was wondering if you have any vegetarian recipes. What do you guys grill in the summer at the Eagles? Just corn? There has to be more to it than that. Any vegetable marinades, recipes, or tricks that I can use to help get a grilled flavor into my vegetarian diet is truly appreciated. Fly, Eagles, fly. That is a great question, Green to the Game. Thank you for your review and that question. Here's how I want to answer it for you. While we deal with a lot of grilled meats and delicacies on our patio grill out back, on our char grill, in our kitchen there at the Eagles Novacare Complex, we are always trying to come up with cool and great vegetarian recipes to use on that grill. We have a few vegetarians in the building, and we try to utilize a lot of grilled peppers, grilled onions. We do grilled broccoli or baby broccoli, broccolini as it's called, lots of grilled asparagus, grilled eggplant. I mean, you name it, grab a good vegetable, put it on that grill, you're always going to get some good flavor. Here's a couple of tips for you on how to get more vegetables in your grilling game. I would say you want to stick with a basic marinade of herbs and garlic. Now, I've been talking a lot about herbs the past couple episodes. I can't talk enough about them. It's kind of like nature's seasoning. You can use parsley, basil, rosemary, thyme, oregano. Pick any ones you want. Throw some cilantro in there. Throw some chives. You can grind those up with some fresh garlic. 
mix a little bit of salt and pepper and some olive oil into that mix. Grilled herbs in the marinade on those vegetables that you put on the grill will taste fantastic. You mentioned grilling corn green, and I want to tell you my favorite way to grill corn. What I like to do is I like to soak my peeled raw corn on the cob in sugar water. So you take, I would say, let's go three cups of water to about a half a cup of sugar. You're going to mix that up till the sugar is incorporated and you can't see it anymore. Soak your corn in that for anywhere from two hours to overnight. You're going to pull it out, pat it dry, and then you can put a little bit of that herb and garlic marinade on the corn, put it right on the hot grill. You want to get some nice dark char on the outside of your kernels. And then how I love to finish off grilled corn is you take a little bit of fresh chopped cilantro combined with some mayo and some Parmesan cheese. You mix that up together, you slather it on your grilled corn and you eat it. You can't beat it. It's absolutely delicious. Another grilled vegetable that I love to eat are portobello mushrooms and I would do the same type of marinade grill those up till they're nice and tender you can cut some slices of eggplant same way you want to grill them up till they're nice and tender they got some good char on them and maybe some red peppers you chop those in half grill them up till they're nicely charred nothing beats some grilled eggplant with grilled peppers and grilled portobello mushrooms with a little drizzle of balsamic vinegar I mean, that's a perfect side dish, or that's even a perfect entree for a vegetarian such as yourself. I hope that helps answer your question, Green. Never stop grilling. It's one of the best ways to prepare food. Mmm! Last season on the show, I interviewed Matt Grork from Grork Boys Barbecue. He was tailgating at Lincoln Financial Field, and during that interview, we took a deep, Smoky Dive into his barbecue. It was a great chat, and you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. It's Feeding the Birds podcast. It was our Salute to Service episode during Season 3. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Matt asked me to lend a hand at a fundraiser for a food bank charity that he was doing in South Jersey. And it was an opportunity for me to get out of the house and also help people. So how could I say no? When we took a break from the work... I asked him a few grilling questions. All right, so let's talk steak. Obviously, you're not smoking too many steaks. You're doing over a nice direct flame. And recently, you put out something about 101 on how to do charcoal. So yeah. let's talk about steaks on a charcoal grill. So whenever I do a steak on charcoal, I, I'm on my just basic charcoal grill whenever I cook a steak more times than not. And... Uh, I always tend to do a reverse sear. Most steaks that I do are thicker, so they tend real well to do a reverse sear where uh, you're putting it on an indirect flame. So your charcoal is, is located on half of the grill and the other half is empty. That's where the steak goes. So it's not directly over the heat. At that point, you get it to whatever internal temperature you prefer, rare through, you know, hopefully only mid-rare. <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> Anything beyond that, you probably shouldn't be eating steak. I actually take mine to about 115 because I'm like rare, rare, yeah, rare. Yeah. And, you like, um, and you allow for that carryover, too, I, from the residual yeah. heat. Yeah. So you figure by the time you uh, throw it on the, on the direct sear, you're looking at 120. 
sear for a minute or, you know, so yep. on each side directly over the flame. And you're just left with the perfect internal tent, beautiful uh, sear, uh, beautiful crust, beautiful grill marks. And, uh, yeah, that's like perfect steak right there. I'm with you. You cut that against the grain. Uh, beautiful, delicious. Doesn't need perfect. anything. No sauce, no sides. Yeah. Little salt, little pepper. That's it. That's it. That's it. You go, you go with the high end stuff. Do you ever do like Maldone over the top so or anything like that? That's what I have. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that's, that's what the we use. That too. I use. Yep. If you're using anything else, I highly suggest you go uh, go get some some flake salt and. Uh, yeah, that, that that's yeah, the good uh, stuff. You can't beat it. That can't good that it. good flake sea salt at the end. After you're finished cooking, oh, it's perfect. Slice it and then and then a few flakes over top. It's the best. Tell me a little bit about charcoal, Matt. Tell me, uh, you, you you recently put out a, a, a guidebook yeah, so if I you did. will yeah so i did a quick little ebook it's about 10 12 pages i was getting a lot of questions on my social media just about basic charcoal grilling um different styles different methods different ways to use charcoal how long to start it up for whether you use a chimney or lighter fluid or this and that and you know i got all these questions i was like you know what i have all these pictures because i cook every day um and i know it so i threw together a little charcoal 101 and uh you know it goes over direct grilling indirect grilling the minion method uh snake method uh reverse sear all these different uh ways that you can attack a charcoal grill and different ways you can cook it's so much different than just you know when we were kids and dad was in the back with spraying lighter fluid on a grill and yeah the whole grill was filled with charcoal yeah which i don't which it's, i don't agree with right, at all. It's, it's just not like that anymore so um that ebook is it's a dollar 99 and i think it's worth its weight in gold if you're interested in grilling and you don't really know all right well give us one quick tip and this is what i want you to talk about with charcoal yeah like you said dad in the backyard grill full of coals spraying Way too much lighter fluid on the coals. Where literally, I always thought if you use that much lighter fluid, your your meat's going to taste like lighter fluid. The chimney starter. Yeah, I think it it's you got to use it. All right, a lot of people afraid to use it. Not professional cooks or guys that do barbecue all the time, but maybe your basic backyard guy got a grill for the first time. He's got a backyard. He usually buying that bag light stuff where you just put the bag in the grill and light the bag i think you need to use a chimney starter i think it does it's the best way to get your coals lit evenly before you put them in the grill tell me about the chimney starter yeah so the chimney is actually the the photo uh cover of my ebook there (laughs) you go that's how much you know i use it um it's just it is it's efficient uh it does the job it does it quick Uh, Half a chimney, you're lighting in 11 minutes. You know, it takes you that long to get your food together, to bring it outside, and you're ready to go. Um, Especially for the beginner, uh, you can't go wrong with a chimney. It's just, it it gives you that perfect charcoal. You drop in, let it temp up a little bit, and and you're ready to grill. Uh, There are, you know, propane, butane that people use with the, the, um, you know, blowtorch style that they're, blow torching directly on the coals but then you're sitting there for you know a few minutes you know torching your charcoal until it until it ignites um so for anyone that that is interested the chimney is the way to go one of the things that we love to cook on that patio wonderful 
grill that we have out back at the Philadelphia Eagles is tomahawk steaks. We get some really good ones in from our butcher. They got the nice long bones on them, nice cleaned up. And literally, we were cutting them off the bone and slicing them up for these guys because these are thick steaks. They're like, you know, three, four inch thick. And what are we going to do with the bones? Well, I wound up taking the bones and searing the part that was connected to the meat. And then anytime we ran the smoker, we would cook like maybe on the patio grill, we'd cook maybe uh, 40, 50 tomahawks. So that left me with 40, 50 bones, and I would throw them in the smoker for about three hours. And then give them to our guys, our players, our coaches, some of our staff. Take them home and give them to their big dogs. <laughs> and so everybody got to enjoy That's the tomahawk, man. So I don't know if you'd ever consider doing that with, with your pork butt bones, but I tell you, I mean, it's a little bit different. It's not a nice long bone that a dog could yeah, chew easily. Yeah. It's definitely a weird kind of Y-shaped, yeah. chunky and it comes off clean. bone, and it does come off it clean. Off. It pulls it off right clean, yeah. but... Anybody out there, that's a quick tip. If you got some bones left from your bone and meat, and you got a smoker going, throw them back on there, and you'll give your dog a treat as well. Uh, awesome. I want to thank Matt Grork from Grork Boys Barbecue for giving back to his community. And, Matt, I, mean, I don't know what else I can say, man. <laughs> Let's get at this barbecue. Thank you. As always, a big thanks to Amorosos for their support of our podcast. And thank you to Green to the Game for the review and that wonderful question about grilled vegetables. Fans, if you have cooking queries, let me know by leaving a review wherever you review your podcasts. And of course, elbow bumps to Matt Grork of Grork Boys Barbecue. You know, Matt has recently published an ebook. It's called Charcoal 101 a guidebook to old-school barbecue. And you can find a link to it through his Instagram account, at Barbecue. That's G-R-O-A-R-K-B-O-Y-S-B-B-Q. Fans, remember, I want you to stay safe out there. So please wash your hands, practice social distancing, and above all, keep cooking. Go Birds!